0: Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 124 of the JB Sism Show. My friends, today we're talking about how to face failure and start moving forward. Do you have a message to share and wonder, how do I get heard? Broadcasting from the beautiful lakes of Minnesota and the Twin Cities, welcome to the JB Sism Show. This show will motivate you with clarity and help you find your voice so you can take your message to the next level. Now, here's your host, Jason Sism. And taking everything to the next level is what I love to do each and every week here at jbsissom.com. Well, my friends, welcome to another episode. If this is the first time you're listening to the show, welcome, and this show's designed to help you succeed in your family, your ministry, and your life by giving you the tools that you are looking for so, you can write that book, start that blog, transform lives, and reach the world with the message that God has put on your heart. Well, did you know that we all fail? Maybe it's news to you. Not news to me, I fail all the time. Well, some people fail large, while others on a small scale. But failure is something that we all face. It's a question that remains how do we move forward? Well, my friends, in today's episode, we're looking at how we can begin picking up these pieces and live the life that we want. Why? Because failure is a short-term hurdle, and how we choose to jump those hurdles determines our success. All right, my friends, sit back, relax. The show gets going now. So, hello, everybody. Welcome. My name is Jason Sism. So glad that you are listening. If you're in the car, sit back, relax. If you are at home, maybe grab some popcorn. (laughs) Um, And I apologize ahead of time for my voice. Um, If it sounds like I'm nasally, it's because I am nasally. It's the beauty of being a parent. You get sick all the stinking time. I think this is the fourth cold I've had uh, this year. And. Oh man, it's just it's just kicking me in the in the butt here. So if I abruptly cut away or it sounds like I'm uh on one thought and I abruptly change to a different thought, it's probably because I paused the recording, went and blew my nose and hacked out my lungs. So anyway, so there you have that. Well, today we're talking about failure. And I got thinking last night, you know, what do I want to talk about? What 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 should be the focus of this blog post? And, and it really kind of dawned on me that I in the last week, I've really felt like a failure. And, you know, I, I'm one of these people. Maybe you're the same person like me, but I have failed at numerous things in my life. I, I, I feel like I am a walking failure ship. You know, I, I failed financially in my life where I had no money, where I remember one time I was going through a Burger King drive through my card was declined. I just used it earlier that day, but my card was declined. That is a terrible feeling. And so I had to scrounge up some cash that I had floating around in my pockets, in my wallet, and in my car to pay for the meal. It was the most humiliating thing I think I've ever done because there was a line of cars behind me, and here I am trying to pay for my meal. And that was tough, and I had no money. And I wasn't getting paid for another week or so, and so that that that's just tough. You know, because of how bad I was at finances, I ended up losing my home to foreclosure. And and that's a whole other story. I've, I've talked about it before in this podcast on numerous episodes, but lost my home to foreclosure because I just didn't pay attention. I, I just failed miserably. And that was probably one of the worst things I ever had to do was to call my then fiance. Uh, now wife and and tell her that well i'm not going to have a home for us after we get married now she still had an apartment so that's where we lived after we got married but it was um it, it it was tough financially and and that was a very hard time in my life i i went into multiple bouts of depression um you know but i've also failed on small scales where i i failed um while I've been standing on the stage preaching and giving a talk. And there have been times where I'm looking at my notes. I have no idea what I'm trying to say. My thoughts have eluded me. And and I sit there on stage dumbfounded because I have no idea what I'm going to say next. And I couldn't find my place on my notes. And so finally I had to pull out. I had paper notes with me. So I grabbed my paper notes and I sifted through them, found out where I was, I lost a place on my digital tablet, found it on the paper notes, and I moved forward. But what's funny is it felt like an eternity for me. So I felt like I had failed the people who were there listening to me, the people who had come to listen to me speak. And and I felt like i had failed them. Even though it was it lasted only about a minute, it felt like an eternity. Um and this last week, this last week, I have failed our current year of nanoRimo. And at least that's how I feel. You know, so as hard as I try to move forward, as hard as I try to, to do the things that, that I want, my mind tends to hold me trapped in a vortex of self-depression. And 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 I begin thinking, I don't think I'm good enough to push myself through in these current circumstances I don't have the gumption I don't have the energy to push through and see the victory that I want I mean do you ever feel that way I mean do you feel that you're trapped because of your failures and unable to move forward do you feel like you can't see the 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 light at the end of the tunnel or the brighter future that sits in front of you you know, I believe each hurdle that we face determines the willpower needed to press through into the dreams and the goals and the visions that we have for our life. You know, there's going to be some hurdles that you're going to you're going to face. Maybe you're facing one right now and you feel like there is no hope for tomorrow. You don't know how you're going to succeed. You don't know what the future has in store for you and maybe you're sitting there and you're thinking you know golly I I I feel trapped and I feel like I have failed at everything in my life and there is nothing that I can do to get me out of this depression you know maybe maybe that's how you're feeling but but I'm here to tell you that that The hurdles that we face determines the willpower needed. So sometimes you need a little, just a little bit of willpower, just enough of a, a a little kick in the butt to get you moving again. Sometimes it can take months or years for you to overcome that hurdle. But here's the thing. You always have these dreams. You always have these goals. You always have this vision for your life stuck in the back of your mind. And, 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 and it's that dream, that vision, that goal that you have that should be the motivating factor to push you forward into success. So don't lose sight of your dream. Don't lose sight of the vision that you you have for yourself. Take the time and begin writing down your vision. Take the time and write down your goals and say, this is what I'm aiming for. This is what I desire. This is what I need for my life. And if you begin writing it down, you're going to begin changing your mindset. You know, when, when, when I started this Nano NaNoWriMo challenge, you know, I was doing great. I pushed through. I was ahead of the game. I was writing, um, you know, nearly 2,000 words a day. I was doing awesome. I was, at one point, I was going to be done in five days from now, you know, on the 25th of uh, November. And I, I was doing great. I was meeting my writing goals, and then last week happened. Last week happened, and I failed miserably at meeting my writing goals. Now I I don't think it's because I didn't want to write. I don't think it's because I um, I didn't want to actually have a, a a word count that I was trying to meet, but I felt I no longer had the ending to the story that I wanted. My ending had changed somewhat, and it, and it threw off my outline. It threw off what I had planned, and I began scratching my head like, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing now. And and so I, I sat for a week not knowing what I was doing. I didn't want to write because I felt I didn't have an ending that I wanted. You know, and so over the course, I realized over the course of the last several weeks, my story had changed. The circumstances have forced me to rewrite my ending. You know, so as as a writer, that's that's really off-putting and that's really frustrating and that's really not not terrible, but it's it, it's one of these things that you, you just want to rip your hair out. And and I struggled over this last week without putting a single word to the page. I would. I would pull out my tablet and paper, my my uh, legal pad. I pull out my pencil and eraser, and and I would sit there and I didn't know what to write next. And I tried that for a while. I tried the computer screen for a while. Nothing was coming. And it's not that I had writer's block. It's just I was stuck and I didn't know how to how to readjust my story. Well, in the last two days, I finally figured out how to readjust my story. And, and I began writing again. And that was after throwing away multiple pieces of paper because I didn't know what to write. <laughs> but here's the deal. Failure is a short-term limitation. And, and, and these hurdles, we have to do something to jump into the game and begin pressing forward into success. So I'm going to give you six things in today's episode that I was able to do to push through and begin writing again number one number one stop trying this is going to be a two-part number one here so really I guess it's going to be seven steps but um stop trying and I, I I think I think when we try too hard, we begin, we begin trying. Our mind is overworked, and we don't know what it is that we're doing any longer. And we try too hard. Instead of putting a plan together, instead of figuring out what it is you should be doing, you just keep trying and doing all the same things. You know, it's one of these things, it's like, you know, you, you keep beating the dead horse while well, the horse is dead, so you might as well dismount the horse and move on with your life. But how many times do we just keep beating the same train and, and over and over and over and over and over? You know, we we board the same train, we beat the same horse, and, and we end up in the same location every time. I mean, I remember when I was um, having all these financial problems, you know, I would try to do the same thing over and over again. But here's the thing. I never sat down and put a budget together. I never sat down and and said, okay, I have this much outgo. I have this much incoming. And I need to figure out if my outgo is more than my incoming. And if it is, I need to cut somewhere. All right. It seems simple enough, but I never sat down and did it. I just said, okay, well, I'm just going to do better this month and, and, and not spending money. Or I would like, okay, well... If I need money over here, I'll just not put it over towards this bill and I would just put it over here. And then next thing you know, this bill's behind, you know, so I was trying too hard to shuffle money around, but I didn't put a plan in place. I didn't say, okay, this is how much I have for electric. This is how much I have for a uh, center point in gas. This is how much I have for, um, cable and internet. This is how much I have for my mortgage. This is how much I have for my association dues. And, and I didn't categorize out each of my major bills. And because of that, I began to fail. You know, I could have cut my cable. I could have cut my internet. And that would have saved me some money. I could have stopped going out to eat. I could have made more food at home for myself. But I didn't. I think what happens is, is we start trying too hard. We don't put a game plan together. And the other thing is we don't ask for help. So stop trying and ask for help. If you simply don't know what you're supposed to be doing, whether it's in your life, whether, you know, so if you're, if you're in your writing life and you don't know what your next steps are, ask for help. If you are in a financial crisis right now, ask for help. Not just financial aid, but ask for help of, how do I better manage my money? How do I better spend my money? You know, or maybe, maybe you're you're going through a crisis in your family. Ask for help to, for, to help you with the little things. You know, maybe you need somebody just to buy you groceries for a week. Or maybe you need somebody to uh, do your laundry for you so you can care to, you know, the person who's ill in your family or whatever. You know, so stop trying to do everything yourself. Stop trying to do everything and start asking for help. Start delegating out the things that you don't need to do. Because failure is one of these things. If you try to do everything yourself and you try to get everything done, you're going to end up failing and you're going to feel like an even bigger failure. So stop trying. Start asking for help. Start allowing people to serve you instead of you trying to do everything. Yeah, put your hand to the plow, but don't let your, only, let your hands be the only ones there. Number two, begin listening or reading encouraging content. You know, one of the things with failure like i was saying it's 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 this perpetual self-depression you know it's this vortex i called it a vortex of self-depression i get stuck in my own thoughts and so sometimes what you need is you need somebody else's thoughts to interrupt your thoughts you need somebody to to kind of to jump in give their two cents and then jump out and so one of the things that you can do, if you're starting to feel like you're failing, if you're starting to feel like a failure in certain things, pick up an encouraging book. Pick up a book that you've been wanting to read and read that. Um, you'll start listening to encouraging content. And start listening to um, positive inflow. Because when we have a positive inflow coming into our lives we're going to start feeling better about ourselves. Why? Because we're starting to change our thought patterns. You know, thought patterns are either positive or they're negative. The more negative we think, the more negative we become. But the more positive we think about life, and we start thinking about what life has to offer, and we start thinking about all of these things that we want to accomplish and do and be in our lives— if we start thinking in that direction, we're going to start feeling better about ourselves, and we're going to want to conquer the day. And it doesn't matter what life throws at us. We're feeling like we don't have the luxury to sit still and do nothing. We're going to get up and do something. And so, start listening to high quality podcasts like this one. Start, um, you know, start listening to. Um, Teaching, you know, uh, pick up some Tony Robbins stuff. You know, if you really want to kick in the pants to really start feeling better about yourself and self help stuff, listen to Tony Robbins. The guy is 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 amazing. I love his stuff. You know, or Cliff Ravenscraft uh, at podcastanswerman You know, listen to his stuff. He's got a lot of great positive quality content. It's not just about podcasting anymore. He's really kind of changed the ball game, and he's kind of become this encouraging outflow for life you'll listen to ray edwards uh the ray edwards show at rayedwards.com listen to michael hyatt's um new podcast um lead with excellence i think is the name of it or lead joyfully something like that uh but go to michaelhyatt.com listen to his latest podcast read blog posts that are encouraging and and are going to put you in this mindset to succeed That's what I want you to do. I want you to put yourself into this mindset to succeed. And that's what listening or reading encouraging content does for you. It puts you in this mindset to push beyond your current circumstances and envision a future where these circumstances are just a hurdle that you've jumped over. So I hope that makes sense. So so begin listening or reading to encouraging content. Number three, this is a big one. This one is going to be probably the hardest for you. Stop judging yourself. Stop judging yourself. It's it's one of these things that, that trips us up. We are our own worst enemy. We tend to judge ourselves. We judge our performance. We judge our work. We judge the things we say. And if we have failed, we judge our lack of detail and we judge our failure. And we say, well, I am a stupid idiot and I can't believe that I did this. Here's the deal. Stop judging yourself. You can always have a positive outlook on life. And all you have to do is you pull yourself up by the bootstraps, pull yourself up by the belt, and you say, You know what? Today is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. So stop having a meltdown. Stop judging yourself. You know, the Bible says, do not judge. Since I'm a pastor, I'm going to jump into Scripture here because I don't want you to judge yourself. So, you know, I was... You know, the Bible says do not judge, right? So Matthew chapter 7, this is the Beatitudes or the the Sermon on the Mount, I should say, where Jesus is talking to his disciples on the mountain. Chapter 7 verse 1 says this, Judge not that you be not judged. For with that judgment you judge. You will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured back to you why do you look at the speck in your brother's eye but do not consider the plank in your own eye or how can you say to your brother let me remove the speck from your eye and look a plank is in your own eye hypocrite first remove the plank from your own eye and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. Let, let, let me kind of break this down just a little bit. Because we, we tend to judge ourselves. We tend to judge other people even more harshly. But the thing is, judge not that you be not judged. In other words, if you don't judge yourself, You're not going to feel the condemnation resting upon your shoulders. If you are not judging yourself or judging other people, you're not going to be judged harshly by God either, and you're not going to feel this condemnation weighing on you. For with what judgment you judge, you will be judged. So if you judge yourself too harshly, you're going to be judged as harshly because of that. For the measure you use, it will be measured back to you. So the more you judge others, and the more you judge yourself, the more harshly you're going to be judged. You know, and it says, why do you why do you look at the speck in your brother's eye, but not consider the plank in your own eye? In other words, the grievances that you see around you, you are taking the judgment off of yourself, and you're pushing it upon other people. Because it feels better to judge others than it does to judge yourself. So in other words, judge yourself to the point of where you remove the plank from your own eye. Why? So that you can see clearly. See, the goal with judgment is not to keep loathing in self-judgment and having this perpetual problem with everybody else because you don't want to deal with your own issues you want to stop and consider your own self first. Remove the plank from your own eye. In other words stop judging yourself and saying how much of a failure that you are. You know so so Jesus isn't saying don't criticize don't Don't criticize, but what he is saying is we have our own shortcomings to deal with first. So remove your own shortcomings. In other words, if a shortcoming of you is judging yourself too harshly, stop judging yourself. Because the spirit of fault-finding that overlooks one's own shortcomings while assuming the role of a supreme judge in regard to the sins of others. You know, so don't, don't try to pick apart somebody else while you're picking apart yourself. Remove the plank from your own eye. Remove your own grievances first. Because God has made you. He's made you perfect. He's made you special. He's made you the apple of his eye. So don't give what is holy to the dogs. Don't cast your pearls before swine lest they trample them under their feet and they turn and tear you up into pieces. And sometimes the swine that tear you up into pieces. It's your own mind. Because we are our own worst critic. So this is why I said earlier, stop trying and ask for help. Because Jesus continues on here in verse 7, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened for everyone who asks receives and he who seeks finds and to him who knocks it will be opened. Or what man is there among you who, if his son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or for a fish, will give him a serpent? So in other words, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. If you ask for help and you seek guidance from from listening to positive and encouraging and reading content, you know, encouraging content, you stop judging yourself. Doors are going to open. You're going to see clearly. You're going to find the things in this life that you desire, the things that you want. So stop judging yourself. Number four, begin meditating on affirmations. Begin meditating on on affirmations this is why I'm reading scripture to you today because scripture is filled with some of the most affirmation passages that that I've ever read you know think about it if if you're feeling stuck if you're feeling like a failure you know a, a great passage to read is this Isaiah 55 verse 6. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. For the wicked forsake his way, and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord, and he will have mercy. And to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. For my thoughts, I love this part, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor my ways your ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. For as the rain comes down and snow from heaven, and do not return there, but water the earth, and make it bring forth and bud, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please, and it shall prosper in the thing it was sent. For you shall go out with joy and be led forth with peace. Let the mountains and the hills, they shall break forth with singing before you. And the trees of the field will clap their hands. I find that incredibly affirming. Why? Because my thoughts, the more I think about my own situations, the more I think about my own problems, the more I think about my own issues, I have to remember that God's thoughts are not my thoughts. There's higher thoughts, higher things that we can think about, higher things that we can put our, our our money towards. Because my ways are higher than your ways and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. So if we think on things that are better, that are, that are higher in thinking than, than what we can think about ourselves, it's going to be like Water rushing down into our life and bringing forth a seed that we have planted. That's what it's about. So begin meditating on affirmations. And I encourage you to look up the Word of God. So that's one one affirmation I'm going to give you. I'm sure I can think of others. That's the one I'm giving you. So remember, Isaiah 55, verses 8 through 12. Verses 8 through 12. For my thoughts are not your thoughts. Why? Because as rain comes down, snow from heaven, don't return there, but water the earth and bring forth and bud. You have dreams, goals, visions, and desires in your heart, and God wants to birth them, bring them forth, and make them bud, and make them explode with life. But we have to stop and ask for help. We have to start listening and reading encouraging content. We have to stop judging ourselves We have to start meditating on affirmations. Number five, we have to stop telling ourselves that we can't and begin telling ourselves that we get to. You see, if you're a writer or if you are failing in other areas of your life, you get to succeed. Stop telling yourself you can't do something and say, I get to do something. And if you fail, that's okay. Because number six, remember you are always a success and failure is just a piece of that success. And so this is why I'm putting these two together because if we stop telling ourselves that we can't and we start telling ourselves we get to, we realize that when we do when we do find ourselves on this road of failure, we can begin picking up the pieces. And we can begin moving forward. And we can begin jumping into the dreams and the visions that God has for our lives. So stop thinking that you can't. Because you get to succeed. You get to move forward. You get to have the dreams that God has put on your heart. Why? Because you can start listening. You can start asking for help. You can stop judging yourself. You can start meditating on affirmations. And you have to say, yeah, I may have failed in life, but it doesn't mean I have to. I may have failed at this. That's what I'm trying to say. I may have failed at this in my life, but I don't have to fail in my life. Why? Because God has so many more dreams in store for me because I am who God has called me to be I want you, my friends, to succeed in your family, your ministries, in your life. I want you to get the tools that you need so you can transform lives and reach the world with the message that God has put on your heart. And the deal is, you have to remember that you are a success and failure is just a piece of that success. Remember, failure is a short-term hurdle and how you choose to jump over them determines your success. And that, my friends is how you face failure and start moving forward. Well, my friends, thank you for listening to today's show. I hope you have found this valuable. Pass it along to somebody if you want them to be encouraged as well. Find the full show notes of today's show at jbcism.com forward slash 124, jbcism.com slash 124. All right, my friends, God bless. I hope you have a fantastic week, and remember... Jump over the hurdles because that is going to determine your success. God bless. Bye-bye for now. Thanks for listening. This has been the J.B. Sism Show. You can find the archives of the show at jbsism.com or on iTunes. Don't forget to visit jbsism.com to download a special ebook when you sign up for the free newsletter. You'll get new episodes, updates, and so much more. This podcast is copyright Jason Sism and Sism Enterprise, all rights reserved. Until next week, stay motivated with clarity, take your message to the next level, and find success in your family, ministry, and life.